I used to keep tabs on all the uh, the weird stuff like uh, swingers clubs and things of that nature. There was the Green Door, the Red Rooster, uh, and uh, there was another one called Jack and Jill's. But you know, when, when I left the Venetian, that knowledge was first to go. All the all the seedy stuff. I, I, know. I don't I don't keep it. You know. Wasn't there a place? No, I think that's a movie. I thought there was a place with like a password and some weird thing. Oh, Red Rooster. You, oh you, yeah, 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 Red Rooster. You you uh, um, you went to the 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 address given for the Red Rooster was a storage facility, you know, nor and it would function as a storage facility. And you went in there and you said, I wanna, I you know, I, I wanna go to the Red Rooster, uh, and they would give you this password or pass numbers, and an and an address, and then you would go to this this location. And say you know, you know, Nixon ate oatmeal or something. Yeah, and and, and, and <laughs> yeah. you know, and and they'd let you in. But yeah, yeah, I don't know why. Nowadays, you don't need that. You don't need mm-hmm. passwords and stuff. People are very accepting of it for the most part. Um, yeah, you know, the facilities. I've never been to them. You know, I know where they were, like the Green Door. I mean, that the Green Door wasn't wasn't secretive. No, it really wasn't. I mean, it was on. Um. Di mm-hmm. and like Karen, like where we used to go to the gym, right? Yes. Or Joe W. Brown. Joe, yes, Joe W. Brown. Uh, over over what uh, near where uh, the Las Vegas Hilton used to be? Yeah. Um, very bad area. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, and I, I don't know why. I mean, already you're going to a questionable, lo- uh, you know, for a questionable reason yeah. to a questionable location. Yeah, I don't know why people would do that, but they did. They did. Yeah. Uh, you know, I might have to look that up for everybody. See if see if the green doors still are. Yeah, Red Rooster was run by a like a, a very nice couple. I remember they they had an interview and um, the whole issue for the Red Rooster was out ser- the serving of alcohol, and I think they got around it by making it BYOB. You know, so they didn't have to. But but then. You know, then the the uh, the the moral right got yeah. involved and and said it doesn't matter and so on and so forth. But what is it? What, what what was the Red Rooster? Red Rooster was it was. They called it a club. They called it a a a party facility. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you went there and, and as I said they they brought uh, bring your own beer and, and so on and so forth and they they would make sure that you were of age you had to be twenty one um, and you and you there were themed rooms and everything else but it was it was kind of just an open kind of hippie 60s kind of thing and you just did what you did okay you know, whereas the green door was it, it, it was voyeurism voyeurism swinging and everything else but yeah. mainly you know going and watch people do what they would do what they're doing but red rooster really built itself as a as a as an adult club okay they really had to be careful with their terminology though because that's how they were that's how all the detractors were attacking them they were like alcohol and immoral and so on and so forth but you know morality is Whatever. Do Whatever. What do. Just don't bother me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, Julia's with me. Uh, we're here in the studio with the pod bay door. Uh, we're talking about secret places. Um, we're trying to remember as many as we can, and there's definitely some. We got some hiking ones. We got some attractions. We got rooms. Um, a couple of conspiracy things, and then a, a good question by one of uh, one of our listeners to Julia. But. Um, uh, something near and dear to both Julia's and my hearts is hiking. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to find some really cool. We're always talking about where where to go. Las Vegas is um, 
uh, a, a town of many things, but most people, you know, don't think about hiking, coming to Vegas to go hiking. But, you know, you got to work out that alcohol somehow. Somehow. Yeah. So so there are some really cool places. Um, we've talked about Red Rock, Valley of Fire, Mount Charleston. Those are the kind of the, the anchors to, to the hiking. Um, have you been to all three? Yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, what is it? Uh, Mount Charleston is Cathedral Ridge. Yeah. Yeah, where the, the big rock looks like a cathedral. Yeah. Uh, Red Rock has a 17-mile drive. Uh, Valley of Fire has, uh, and Bowl of Fire have uh, just amazing uh, landscapes. But there are some, some ones that maybe, I know you know them, I think, uh, but there are some ones that you guys don't know about that if you have two to four hours to mm-hmm. get there, they're very cool. Uh, so the, the, the easiest one for last. Um, uh, Sloan Canyon. Uh, now, I, I think I've been to that one to the very edge of it, but Sloan Canyon is about two and a half hours from us, um, a very intimate hike. Uh, you're in a wash, and, and you're it's a slot canyon, basically, mm. and uh, uh, it's a great place to go if you don't want kids and dogs and people and just half-assing the hiking, if you want to go for a nice long hike it's a lot like the narrows that are here that's what i want to do really bad i've never done it yeah uh now there's the narrows in southern utah which i have done mm-hmm. uh, i've done it uh, when it was when the water was very low and i've done it when the water was very high where you're basically just floating all the way through the narrows yeah very cool uh, i have not done the narrows here but i've been to the mouth of it because it's on the way on the way there there's a thing called the anniversary mine mm-hmm. which was a borax mine uh, you can no longer get in there. And honestly, I've been in there. It's very creepy and scary. You don't want to be in there. Um, but uh, right after the anniversary mine is the entrance to the Narrows. Mm. And it's very cool. That sounds cool. Yeah. You don't need a, um, uh, a special permit. Uh, you, But you do need to plan. Oh, for the Narrows, you need to plan a good eight hours. You know, four in, four out. And that may not cover you know your entire hike. Yeah. So you need to be a good hiker. This is not this is not hey we're just here for a couple of days for a conference. Let's go to the Narrows. You need to plan that one. Sloan Canyon a little less of a of a you know commitment. Yeah. Uh, but very much uh, uh, cool. Now the next one is a uh, uh, Cave Lake area, which is a good. I would say it's about less than four hours away, uh, and it has a a, a giant lake. Uh, and then a smaller lake, which is actually no longer a lake. It's a, it's a dry a dry riverbed area, a lake bed area. Uh, but apparently this was caused by a meteor strike mm-hmm. and filled in. Uh, it's called Cave Lake. And uh, it, it's actually a Cave Lake National Area. So it's, it's a very cool place to go. Um, now here's one. Now I'm going to see if you've been. Have you been to the Hot Springs? We talked about the Hot Springs the other day, I think. No. Have you been to a Hot Springs? No. No, never. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to give you the pluses and the minuses of Hot Springs, Julia, and, and specifically for women. Guys, it's a little easier. Hot Springs are, are, are sulfur deposits, you know, mm-hmm. and they're coming out of, of you know, f- of the earth and are, are heated by the core, by geothermal stuff. And um, it's like a hot tub, except mm-hmm. really, really hot. I mean, you're talking, it starts at 104 oh, and wow. goes beyond. So there are some hot springs that you can't even get in. You just, you're there and it's fine. It smells. Yeah. Smells like rotten eggs. Right. Uh, but the, the hot springs are actually, it, it's a strange secret location that's kind of hard to find if you're not looking for it or if you don't have somebody with you that's looking for it. Um, it, it it's 
kind of near the Hoover Dam, kind of not. It's it's where the old Hacienda Hotel used to be out there. Um, uh, I don't know if you, uh, uh, Julia's not been with us in the studio the last couple of podcasts. Did you hear about Interstate 11? The, the new road coming in from... from, from oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on there. You was were, on there that's when it right. Opened. Yeah. You said that. Yeah, it was fantastic. So off of that, you can actually get to the hot springs. Okay. And it it kills me because if you look up the uh, the Nevada hot springs, Las Vegas hot springs, uh, it has this promo picture of these people that look like they're at a Las Vegas pool. They, you know, bikinis and shorts and everybody drinking and having fun. That's not that's not really it. No. You know, no, it's... it's um. It's not really a pleasant thing. Yeah. And it can be very dangerous. Uh, and, you you know, many people have, have, have uh, uh, in the pre-show, uh, oddly enough, Julie and I were talking about um, a Legionnaire's disease. Yeah. That kind of thing can happen. Uh, I mean, just the sulfur smell alone and the sulfur, if the water gets in your mouth, that can make you sick. Oh, gee. Yes. But people love to go there because the hot springs in Europe... In the German, you'll hear from Germany, and and those locations um, are far different. Ours are a little bit better, worse. <laughs> you can't really go there and enjoy it. Yeah, and you're not alone. It's very popular. So mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if if you're, you're much of a uh, group hot tubber. No. No. See, I'm not either. Pass. I, have hot, I have a hot tub, but it's all mine. Yeah. <laughs> um. So hot springs, yes. Uh, it, it it's not a big secret, but it's kind of hard to get to. So if you'd like to see that, definitely check it out. Uh, now, someplace I I know you've gone, and not a lot of people know about it, and it's undergone some really bad weather that we have here, and been dist- uh, built up and destroyed a couple of times. But it's a very cool place. You don't even imagine it being here. The wetlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and have you been? I think so. Yes. Where is that? Uh, wetlands is uh, is n- North Vegas. Yeah. Uh, northwest. I'll give. I'll, I'll I'll make it a little better area. Northwest Las Vegas. Okay. But uh, um, it's uh, out by the uh, Silver Bowl, mm-hmm, uh, which is yeah. a stadium here uh, in, in uh, Las Vegas. And um, it's a really cool place. It's, it, it, there are portions of it have sidewalks that you can walk and you can walk. It's strollers and dogs and uh, it's pet friendly and uh, kid friendly. And they have other places where you, uh, it's uh, sort of a, a dirt pathway. But the amazing thing about it is it is an actual accredited wetlands area. Uh, it, it is uh, recognized by the by the the, the uh, I think National Forestry Service as as a wetlands area, and uh, it it's like I said it's been built up and destroyed a couple of times because we have when when it rains here in Vegas, it is like the world is coming to an end for about ten minutes, and we just had a huge windstorm here that yeah. that I mean we had trees just uprooted, yep, hundred year old trees just ruined, signs ruined. First time I ever came to Vegas. Uh, the Las Vegas Hilton sign, which was this beautiful sort of uh, peacock feather sign, yeah. ripped out of the foundation. Oh. Gone. Yeah. First, the first, first thing I ever saw in Vegas was made. But the wetlands, you can see blue herons, you can see white herons, you can see um, the um, uh, the mallard ducks that come through. You can see the uh, the Canada geese that stop here uh, on their on their journey. Um, and there are are oh my gosh myriad you know uh, insects and and fish and wildlife. Uh, the the mule deer actually come down here uh, to the wetlands, uh, and it, it's maintained by the Park Service. It's a fantastic place to go. Uh, it's free, but mm-hmm. you can donate. They have a full museum. Uh, but uh, it's I, I highly recommend it. It's it's actually a place to go for sort of a uh, a romantic walk. Uh, you yeah. don't want to go during monsoon, however. 
uh, because one thing, we don't have a lot of mosquitoes here in Vegas because of the heat, but wetlands do have a lot of mosquitoes. Ugh. Yeah. And now at the, what, what, we have to add, we have malaria, Zika, there's another one. I don't know. There's all kind of, str- uh, West Nile. Oh yeah, West oh, yeah. Nile. That's yeah, a big but, one. Um, but I, I recommend it in the dry part of the summer, go to the wetlands. Now I was looking for attractions um, and... I was trying to think of places you and I went. And we were uh, we were just talking about the Venetian. Not a lot of secret stuff at the no. Venetian. There's sec- and and what's funny is is people always ask me, you know, where where are the secret places to go in Vegas? Well, um, I we can tell you about some places that are that are not really attended, but they don't want them to be secret. <laughs> not really, no. you know, except if they're VIP. You know, I mean, Julia and I dealt with VIPs that, that had secret areas they went to, but it was for VIPs. No, it wasn't fun. I think they've all been rooted out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I listed a couple of them here for, for, our, for our listeners. Um, the, the, and I've never mentioned this on the show. I looked it up. Um, the Mermaids of the Silverton. Do you oh know that? yes, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Have you been? yeah. yeah. It's I've cool. never seen them. It's great. You should go. Well, tell me about it. What is it? It's just a bar. Okay. But um, behind the bar, they actually have women swimming as mermaids, dressed as mermaids, in yeah. a huge tank. It's beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, so naked, naked mermaids and, and alcohol. Not naked. No. I'm sorry. Come on, Julia. They have tops on. Is <laughs> <laughs> it still there? Yeah. Okay. Well, gosh, I was there. I went to see Candlebox. Oh wow. At the Silverton, yeah. and I, that must be now seven years ago. Yeah, so Silverton uh, on off of uh, the uh, I fifteen South Blue Diamond area. Yeah, you can also reach it by um, by eh, sort of the Las Vegas Boulevard. That's it's off of uh, Dean Martin yeah. Drive, um, and used to be called oh. Boomtown. Boomtown. Yeah. yeah. Um, then got a, a, a makeover, and then got another makeover, and now it's Silverton. Uh, sponsored by Bass Pro Shops. I'll, I'll tell you the theme. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's it's very very woodsy, very cabiny. Uh, it's one of the major Bass uh, Pro Shops all the way. They sell everything from uh, large boats and houseboats to yeah. whatever you want at Bass. But um, it's great, it's a great store. Yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, Silverton is a, it's small but has surprisingly good rooms. Really surprisingly good rooms. Uh, and now from what Julia tells me. Uh, cool place uh, to go. Completely clothed mermaids. Yep. Disappointing as that is, probably is pretty fun. Very, very pretty. <laughs> yes. Very pretty. Yes. You would enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, d- now, well, they must go up and down. They do. Okay. I was going to say, it looks. It would not be sexy with no. the, <laughs> the scuba <laughs> tank in their mouth. Um, uh, and the only other one I could think of, which... A lot of people didn't know about or don't know about when coming in, and I think it's for a strange reason. It's it's because it's been here so long that it's actually cycling back into being cool again. Voodoo Lounge. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that a lot lately. Been around a long time. It's I a mean, great place. Fifty second floor, I think, up there, maybe fifty fifth, fifty second, uh, on the Rio Hotel. Yep. The Rio has uh, is. Everything about Vegas, uh, Julia and I both know, is very cyclical. Yep. Um, if you if you can make it through your first coolness, like the Palms, and then come around back around again and mm-hmm. try to be cool again, we'll see what the Palms are trying. They're gonna throw some money in there. I'm gonna yeah. say no on that. Yeah. Um. And uh, oh, poor ghost. Old, yeah, ghost and SLS putting another hundred million in the SLS. Oh wow. Yeah. W, uh, which was an SL, the premium tower SLS. They're gone. They actually 
they're they're no longer here. They 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 uprooted. Um, but yeah, if you can make it through that second, you know, coolness factor, uh, it can happen. And actually, it's happening at the Voodoo. I don't know that the zip line, uh, the Voodoo, or from the zip, from the Voodoo, you can zip line down to uh, the uh, a different. You know, it's not the strip. It's it's another uh, structure uh, that became very popular yeah. uh, for gramming, Instagramming. Um, but uh, uh, Voodoo Lounge is a fantastic club, bar, ultra lounge. Um, they they used to serve some light appetizers. I don't know if they're still doing that. I anymore. think they do. Okay. I spent a New Year's Eve there. Did you really? When I worked at the Rio, yeah, it was great. It was yeah. a great spot, and I I I'm not surprised it's coming back. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. When beautiful. you walk in there, it's um, you know, they've got black lights, mm-hmm. and um, you know, a lot of kind of um. New Orleans style skulls and paint, yes. and so it's really cool. Yeah. I recommend it to anyone coming to town. No, I totally do. If only for the view. Yeah. And you're off strip, which yep. is a little bit better. It's not a big place, uh, but it's a multi-level place. Actually, I I've done a couple of shoots there a long time ago, uh, and there's the the observation deck and the dance floor, and they have satellite bars. But there's also a second level that people don't know about that you can go up, and uh, it's a you can overlook the interior bar and lounge area. Uh, it's very cool. Very cool. I'll give you guys one, uh, downtown. Okay. If you are visiting Fremont hmm. and you want to stop and get a cocktail, I think the Griffin is a great place to go. Classic okay. Vegas. Yeah. Um, it's very much like a 90s style. Um, what's that theme? It's a kind of a dungeon type theme. Okay. You know, the Griffin being the, uh, yeah. the winged, I forget what it uh, is. Uh, Griffin, it's a Eagle Lion mix. mix. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Eagle Lion Dragon, I think. It had a, a tail yeah. of a dragon. But that's an interesting kind of a dark bar, but um, a lot of character mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. And, you know, there's downtown's fun. Yeah. But if you want to have a drink and then walk, you don't want to walk Fremont Street, everybody, without having a drink. Have a drink first so you can really yeah, have fun with the uh, strange people that you're going to encounter yeah and and otherwise it's kind of a little tragic but uh, yeah. yeah you need a drink you, you have fun <laughs> uh it's very visual but um you know unlike la you know we don't have those sort of cryptic truly secret bars we don't because las vegas really wants everybody to come and enjoy you know uh we we pride ourselves on on exclusivity mm-hmm. you know it's pricey you know, and you need to you know dress accordingly and and, and yep. be a, a, a good looking patron but secret where you have to actually say you know give a code or a knock and and go through one bar to get to another bar we don't have those not really we really don't there yeah. used to be Gosh, I'm trying to think about what this was. There was a bar everyone used to go to, and it was behind a strip club. It was like you had to go through the strip club, and it was back there. But was it, um, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was a gay club. Do you remember? Well, I mean, we we had, uh, uh, back when you and I were at at the height of our concierge tenure, we had... uh, uh, icon, uh, the icon. gypsy. I think it was gypsy. Gypsy, yeah, could have been. There gypsy was, was the largest. That's over, over. These were the these these clubs were over by um, off of Paradise Road. Yep, near the Hard Rock Hotel. Um, 
Gypsy was it. Yeah. You would go into Gypsy and then um, in the back of Gypsy, and it didn't open till late 3 Mm -hmm. a.m. Okay. Um, It was a pretty happening place. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was one secret bar that I think you just wouldn't find out about that unless you spoke to a concierge. Right. Right. Or, or were a local and knew the hot spots at the time. It was very trendy. I don't know if it's there anymore. Yeah, I mean, we we Las Vegas. I I honestly can't say now. We have we have um, lifestyle friendly everything now. Oh yeah. But as far you know, you go five years, ten years back, we barely had uh, gay bars. Yeah. Know? And and I mean, we had I, I could name them on my four. I think you know, so. Good times, which was here for forever, and that's not that's way out of the way. Yeah. Uh, but um, everything's different now, of course. Oh but, yeah. Uh, but okay, so so you know the the hiking attractions. What do we, we uh, okay? Here's some hotel stuff uh, that I either know about or found, um, and <laughs> I don't know if you know about these, Julia. They're kind of funny. Cromwell, a uh, very nice place. Yeah. Uh, corner of uh, Las Vegas Boulevard and Flamingo it used to be Barbary Coast. Yep. Um, Cromwell uh, has rooms that has that have two-way mirrors, uh, so you can see in the shower of of the suite. Interesting. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you pay extra for that, but it's it's the upgraded suite, huh. two-way mirror. So if if uh, I could watch you take a shower. Interesting. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, and and they, it was funny in the description they made a big deal about saying the shower. They didn't want any part other part of the bathroom, you know, because that, that's gross. Yeah, that's not <laughs> that's not sexy at all. That's a fetish that we don't want to talk about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Cromwell, two-way mirrors. Uh, ask for it. I, I, you know, it's probably pricey. And here's one that you might like. There's a, they call it secret. For all of you people that like to work out, mm-hmm. to take classes, to, to have, a, have a nice, quiet area uh, with parquet floors and everything else, at the Cosmo, they have a place called Sweat 60. Hmm. And it, all it is is just an empty workout room. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a yoga studio. It looks like a spin class studio. Doesn't, I, I, based on the pictures that I saw, it does not have um, equipment, although I did, see, <laughs> I did see mats and I saw a workout ball. Oh. In the picture. But Sweat 60 over at the Cosmo, they, mm. they deem that a secret workout area. Interesting. I know. Um, uh, Jose Andreas, uh, uh, that is uh, behind the restaurant called uh, Haleo or Jaleo, mm-hmm. um, uh, apparently has a, and this is the only one that I can call truly secret. Uh, and it's secret uh, unless you have enough money. Mm. Uh, it is. Um, through the restaurant, there is a, another restaurant called E. It's eight seats. And it is uh, sort of um, uh, like a trunk restaurant, you know, where you, a pop-up. And uh, there's no menu, lots of money to get in, or lots of, you got to know somebody. And uh, 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 Jose makes whatever the hell he wants. Hmm. Would you want to do that? I see that a lot. Would you, yeah. if you and I went and had dinner, would you want to just Leave blankly? That. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. I you? think I would. Have you done that? No. I've never done it. I think I would do it. I'll say this to any men who want to propose. Yes. Um, to you? Yeah. Okay. To me. <laughs> take me here. Um, in the win, there is a Japanese restaurant, and I can't for the life of me remember the name, but it's the only one they have. Okay. Um, it's so Mr. Wynn designed his hotel 
to, he kind of surrounds this beautiful faux setting where he's got um, rocks and waterfalls and all kinds of things like this and pools. And um, in the back of this restaurant, and it is a truly secret table, it's one table, you go outside the restaurant and there's a very long path through these pools and hanging vines and waterfalls. And at the end, there's a table. And um, you can reserve that table. It's a table for two only. And you are outside among the fountains. And um, it's very expensive. And the chef will bring you your food personally. And um, lots of proposals there. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem romantic. Yeah. She doesn't seem romantic to me. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, Mizumi. That's it. Yeah, Mizumi. Yeah. Um, uh, Thank you. You have to ask for it, though. No one knows. Yeah. Thank you, Google. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm good. I didn't know that one. Um, uh, Wow. Well, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, You know, now now that you said that, of course, there is, uh, and I have shot this, I've had the opportunity to uh, photograph uh, several times for Bruno Mars. Mm -hmm. And I'm not kidding. I actually do. Uh, and uh, I shot Bruno Mars uh, in concert at Mandalay Bay uh, while he was here performing for a, a conference called JCK, mm-hmm. which is a, a giant jewelry conference. Uh, he performed there, and I have to, uh, I cannot compl- compliment him enough. A brilliant musician, a uh, wonderful leader of his band, and he's just an amazingly qualified individual. He, he's so talented, um, and he, uh, he proposed... Uh, to his girl. I don't know if they're still together. Mm-hmm. I hope they are. But uh, he proposed to his girl uh, at the private, secret, if you will, table that is outside the club Hyde. Oh yeah, overlooking the Bellagio water fountains on the on the uh, the the casino side. So it's actually looking toward Las Vegas Boulevard. Uh, and uh, I also shot. Uh, some promo shots uh, for when when he did his 24k video, and he's the only person that's ever ridden a jet ski in the Bellagio water fountains oh, wow. for that video. Yes, uh, but uh, yeah, the, the, and you can you don't have to be Bruno Mars. You can um, uh, arrange that small little uh, outcropping, and they they'll put a table and serve dinner and flowers Beautiful. and candy and everything else. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Um, and and. Um, uh, it's actually true, although you have to be very special. Uh, and I think Bruno was able to do this. There is actually a button that, that sort of turns the fountains on. Oh. Yeah. So you can actually. So I was sad last week. I, I wasn't, you would ask John a question and I would have loved to give my answer. So I'm going to give it now. Give it. You asked him, um, what was his favorite dining experience in Vegas? Oh, oh I'll yes. give you mine. Oh, please. My favorite meal ever was Mon Ami Gabi. Oh, yes. It was fabulous. Yes. I was lucky enough to get a table that overlooked the strip mm-hmm. and I was out, outside and it was a beautiful fall crisp evening and it was just amazing. I mean the food there was amazing. I had a piece of fish. I think it was turbo mm-hmm. um, but it was just amazing. Very nice. One of my favorite meals. My second favorite dining experience was last Christmas mm. um, at Olive's. I had brunch. Olive's. And I went long time restaurant. Oh, yeah. and it's closed. Oh no! They they were closing it two weeks after we were there. And I we sat. I was so lucky that I got there. But we sat. It was twelve thirty on Christmas Day. Right. And here in Vegas, I mean, Christmas. Everyone else is dealing with snow. Sure. We have <laughs> right. beautiful. I mean, crisp. I was yes. wearing a sweater and a hat. Sure. But um, it was. I mean, beautiful. I had champagne. Mm. 
got a little nice healthy buzz on, <laughs> great food overlooking the fountains. It went off uh, three times while we were there. I think we took yeah, our time. Good. So um, they, they've now moved. What was the restaurant in Caesar's Palace by uh, Wolfgang Puck? Very generic nowadays. Yeah. They moved it. They moved there. Oh, wow. So they bumped olives, and now it is... Um, oh, Spago. Spago. Now Spago. it's a Spago. Yes. I was disappointed to hear that. Not that I don't yeah. like Spago. I do. Oh, yeah. Spago but, had that central location in the forum shops yeah. for decades. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they were just, you know, I don't know. Uh, Puck is a pretty good business person. I mean, oh, there's yeah. a reason he left. But um, now all is fantastic. And um, uh, I got to thinking of it, too. And there's a restaurant that uh, is no longer there. Um, uh, and, uh, do you remember Alizé? Oh, yes. 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 Uh, and, uh, I mean, it, it I had, it was, it was a very upper echelon meal. Yeah. Seven courses, including palate cleansers. Uh, oh yeah, it was, it was uh, fantastic. Uh, that's an acquired taste. I mean, coursed meals, you, you have to be, you have to love dining, not food. You have to yeah. love dining and yes. the whole experience. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's cool. And olives, though, I said I did not know it was moved. I'm so sad. But oh. Mona Mika B, anyone wants a nice romantic spot or just a spot to people watch? And because mm-hmm. that was, it was great. It was right. my best meal here. Right. Now I I've had a a, a, a listener caught me, uh, uh, <laughs> and I made mention of the uh, the conspiracy theory mm-hmm. behind the Lake Mead water level. Now, in general, if you believe the, the overriding news, uh, Lake Mead is our big lake out here. It is, it is uh, uh, provided water by the Colorado River, uh, which is embattled now between Arizona, California, yes. and, and Nevada. And Nevada is odd men out. I mean, we have, no, we have barely any skin in the game when it comes to Colorado no. River. But we're <clears throat> under drought conditions all the time. Anyway, so, so the... They say that the water level is dangerously low and is going to be dangerously low in uh, by 2020 to where it is going to affect the economies of both of all Arizona, Nevada and Los and California due to the fact that we're, they're going to have to charge more for the extraction of the water and the usage of the water, which is why Arizona and California are, are uh, having this jousting match. Mm-hmm. However, there are some scientists out there. There are some water conservationists out there. There are some green people out there that say this is just horseshit. That 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 that, that it is not low. It is it is at, at at the level it's supposed to be based on the 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 rain that we've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not low, and that the Colorado River is being manipulated by both Arizona and California, and they're using the drought conditions. And the dangerously low Lake Mead conditions uh, as a chess piece for their particular argumentative side, mm-hmm. so they can have more of the water. More water is good. Now, do I believe that conspiracy? I don't know, uh, because we are absolutely under drought conditions. Now, I believe they would put us under drought conditions as a chess piece. I believe that, of oh, course. I'm sure. Uh, but uh, but I promised I would I would talk about that conspiracy. That's it. Um, uh, I'm going to lean on the side that we're probably, our water is probably in trouble a little bit. I think so. Now, our, I'm going to ask you two questions. Mm-hmm. How do you feel do you, about the, the, um, the, the, the rising temperatures and the shrinking uh, water levels and the shrinking uh, polar ice caps? 
Where are you with that? Well, I wrote, this is the, uh, one of the thesis points in my book, Barren Waters. So I've written about this. Um, If anyone hasn't seen what's happening in Florida right now, Mm. Barren Waters people, it's going to (laughs) happen. That is true. But Florida's in terrible shape. They are losing the entire Gulf Coast right now. It's, it's, you can't swim. Fish are washing up dead. Um, But I am, I do believe that the earth is warming. I, I just don't think, I think the science is irrefutable. I think that um, Al Gore's documentary. Inconvenient Truth. An Inconvenient Truth. I think he might have, um, I think it was perhaps dramatized a little bit, but I think there is truth to it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know. I think if, if anyone were to, to deny those claims, they're just putting their head in the sand. There's no doubt that, that Gore, I, I think he I think he sensationalized it or, or made sure it was sensationalized. Yep. But I think he had to right. to, to get, get a get a foothold on the subject matter. Which is good. Yeah. You know, I mean it wasn't a profit making situation for him. It was yeah. I think he really did want to do that. He ran a campaign and unfortunately a losing campaign on the environment. I do think he cares about it. Um, science be damned on this for me. I, I think that uh, I I believe that in global warming and all of the all of the deleterious effects of it, um, because I'll go back to the fact that that the global public but mainly the United States has no capabilities of moderation. None. I think we hairsprayed uh, our ozone. I think we, you know, we've killed everything. We peed in our waters, and I think the the I think our our globe is saying, okay, well, I'm done with you. Yeah. You know, here here's a first time, you know, with the flood, uh, you know, and 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 God knows what she'll do next. But but I, I honestly think that we live on an organism. Yes. And I, I think we are a terrible, you know, the, the Matrix and everybody, all these other movies, we're a cancer upon it. Yep. If you look at the general definition of a cancer, we absolutely are. Uh, and uh, But we have no level of moderation. And, and I think that that alone, our, our earth is suffering. Yeah. You know, and we have to. So I think they need to stop the political arguments about it, you know, I and, think and so the too. agendas. We have to do things about it. Now, can one person make a difference? Mm, I don't know. You and I, I don't know. I don't have time. I'm almost 50 years old. I, know. I may have another 30 or 40 if I'm lucky or not. Um, I, I don't have enough time to make a difference. So, so I don't know. We'll see. I try to step lightly. That's the best I can do yeah. as a per, as an individual. Yeah. But I, to say that these issues aren't happening is is crazy. And yeah. you know, they they've done studies now. You can look this up, where um, you know they have taken samples from a monk living in the Andes. I mean, the cleanest. The, the absolute cleanest conditions in a hut and right. he is riddled with toxins right. airborne I mean, the water we drink is contaminated we got to do something here oh, people we do. yeah we do. i mean yeah but okay that being said yep i have a question for you uh, uh sveti mm-hmm. off of twitter said julia i saw your pick on twitter with the new uh, pod bay door t-shirt i want one well sveti yes she was beautiful Oh, thank yeah, you. Everybody thought you were great. Even my mom you. said you were great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, if you do want one, Sveti, uh, go to uh, the Pod Bay Door LV at gmail.com. Give me some sort of address or, or contact information, and I will send you a shirt. 
Um, her question for Julia, Julia, how do you stay in shape after 40 living in the city of sin surrounded by food and bad things? <laughs> and I, said, I was like, well, Julia, that's all you. <laughs> that's all she, me. She's just surrounded by donuts and, and marijuana. And it's, it's how does she, how it's do you everywhere. That's everywhere. <laughs> oh, it's everywhere. And she does. Julia looks fantastic. She, she, Thank you. I know for a fact she works extremely hard, but I have no idea what she does. What do you do? Um, well, I do work extremely hard, but I, but not as much as I used to. So here's what I do. I might have said this before on a previous podcast, but I make sure that I bring – I'm a meal planner. If you leave it up to chance, you will fail. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the phrase? Um, the worst plan is no plan or something. There's something about plans. Make yourself a plan. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I there are people at my office who they we get stuck at work all the time, and if they don't have anything, they will just have to get takeout, and it's burgers, and it's this. Make yeah. yourself a plan. So yeah. make yourself a plan. Um, try and get your ten thousand steps if you can. Uh-huh. I have a stand up desk at work. I'll stand half the day. I'll sit half the day. Do you have a? You have I a, do. Oh, you do. Well, I have a pedometer. Okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Same concept. I try to get the steps, even if I'm not working out. I don't work out that often anymore. Three nights a week is about the most I can I can do, yeah. including weekends. Mm. Um, but on the off days, I'm trying to at least take an, an evening walk. Yeah. Um, but we, you cannot work out or you cannot, um, yeah, work out a bad diet. You just, you can't compensate for it. Think about running remember you and i used to go to the gym we would run like six seven miles yes and you remember how hard it was you, you ruined my knees yes <laughs> remember how difficult that was I, yes i do and that and was an hour an hour was, and 20 and, and minutes and i do remember how awful it was for me yeah now, julia i i think is a superlative runner um yeah. may may it be natural or you studied uh, i am not i i was a baseball player uh i was good at 90 feet you know, for first to second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then she got me running and, um, uh, it was, it was great, but oh my God, it was, it was torturous. And I, cause I had to keep up with her. I could, yeah, I couldn't let, I was, I'm the guy, I can't let the girl, you know, <laughs> I, but I'm sorry, go ahead. But yeah, I think about how difficult that was that burned about maybe 600 calories. Mm-hmm. You can eat 600 calories in 20 minutes. Yeah. So anyway, I'll say this liquid before lunch is my my policy. So um, I have my shake in the morning. I've often had it here in the studio. But um, so I try and do liquid before lunch. And then my lunch is typically um, a salad or cooked vegetables with a piece of fish. Mm. Um, I do have an issue with dark chocolate. I'm obsessed with it. So I do eat dark dark chocolate chocolate during the day. Um, But at night, I'm pretty strict. I have my um, vegetables with hummus. (laughs) <laughs> I have a an addiction to peanut butter. That's why I'm not thinner than yeah, than I. I enjoy a spoonful of peanut butter. Yeah, I'm definitely a spoon or three. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> All right. But anyway, that's it. I mean, sin, the sin of Vegas and the temptation of Vegas. I have yeah. succumbed to it. I did succumb to it for years. You yeah. knew me at that time. Yeah. And now it's just in my forties. It's out of my system. I don't partake. You've always had a wonderful figure, though. Even have though I? Even back then, you did. You did. You know, now has it, has it changed with, with age? Of course it has. It changed when I, you really did. When I ran that half marathon, uh, 10 years ago, that changed my body permanently. (laughs) It did. I was not able to run for two months, (laughs) but, um, okay. So, so can you do one and that, not the other exercise and, and have a bad diet? 
Can you do a great diet, no exercise? You can do a great diet and no exercise. You'd probably be all right. Okay. You now, see, I've talked to people can. that disagree. I don't know. I think you can. You I can. think what will happen is you will be thin. You just, you won't have that tone look that you're looking for. Mm-hmm, true. I don't really that have I that either. I mean, I just, I try, yeah. but, um, but exercise, bad diet. No, no, you, you, you can't, you can't slam down the pizzas and you cannot do that. No, and then maybe when you're 20, I mean, yeah. look, we could all get away with murder back sure. then, but sure. no. Okay. So if Julia was going to be fat, yep. What, what, what would it be? What's your, what's your peanut butter aside? Three spoons of peanut butter. Wow. Oh, I'm, I'm obsessed with I peanut butter. I can do butter. one. I'm terrible. good with one. Terrible. Oh, wow. um, so if you're going to be fat, what's the thing? I'll tell you mine. Uh, donuts. I already know yours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think anything with cheese, you can melt, (laughs) you can melt cheese on an old boot and I'll eat it. Nice. Yeah. All right. Cheap date. Yeah. So cheese, really? (laughs) I love cheese. What's your favorite cheese? Um, I'm going to go with melted mozzarella. I'm easy. Pizza. You can melt cheese on. That's the one thing about the change in diet is dropping the cheese was the hardest part for me. You said, what was it for you? Dropping the meat? You know, I a dropped the steak. meat was was easier than I thought. Um, no dairy. Dairy was dropping dairy. the dairy because dairy included the milkshake and the. I loved a glass of milk. Yeah. But I think dairy was the the most um, uh, direct cause of me feeling better. Yes. You know, I, I I don't know that I necessarily believe all the hype about you know the you know the 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 dairy problem, but but yeah, but meat meat was probably the second, really close second, because I was a barbecue guy. I love barbecue. Yeah, you know, hamburger, hot dog, whatever. Uh, but um, so cheese, cheese. You like stinky cheese? You like the stinky cheeses? You like the yeah, yeah. Any cheese, goat yeah. goat's cheese, I love. Oh, I love, I like and I will still have that. That's a little different than cow. You got it. Now, do you have a cheat day? I have a cheat day. It's today. It's today. So, um, so cheese and peanut butter. My husband and I will be doing some type of horrible meal tonight, and we'll love it. Nice. Um, now, now, how horrible though? So, fast food horrible? No, no. I typically my favorite cheat is spaghetti and meatballs. Okay. I will actually have meat on my cheat day. Okay. So I might have spaghetti and meatballs tonight, okay. but I don't do cheese. I don't allow it. Yeah. It's just so bad. See, I will have. I will have a. Uh, like a caprese salad, yeah, you know, tomatoes and, and mozzarella. Um, I, I will do that, yeah. you know, because I, I I can take it, you know, yeah. you know. But um, okay, now what is a Las Vegas? Is there anything specifically Las Vegas that you had to stop, and or was difficult to get rid of uh, that was contributed to your uh, a bad a change diet? in diet? Yeah, is there anything Las Vegasy that? No, I will say this. Maybe? I have a huge ever, drinker though. Right? No, Not a huge one. Just I would. I guess you call it a binge drinker. When I would go out, I would drink. <laughs> yeah, but I okay. wouldn't like sit around and yeah. drink in my house. You know what I mean? But I did for a while, um, which prompted my diet change. I was having a glass of wine a night or two to try and sleep, which actually has the reverse effect. So I don't recommend that to try and sleep. So, um, but now I drink alcohol maybe once every two weeks. Yeah. Um, I haven't had a drink in a couple of weeks right now, yeah. but, um, anything lost that, that's truly Vegas. Las Vegas that, that you can tell Sveti that you dropped that and I had to, that I saved my miss life. teriyaki madness. Oh, teriyaki madness. Wasn't it great? I had the, uh, chicken katsu. Oh, I loved chicken katsu. Oh yeah. Fried chicken and And then the crab rangoon. And crab rangoon. Oh, yeah. that was the best. Yeah. I missed that. They're still around. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, Teriyaki Madness. It's a. I don't know. Is it a chain outside of Vegas? I don't think so. T Mad. T I miss my T Mad. T Mad. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go, Sveti. Stay yep. away from Teriyaki <laughs> Madness. They have good stuff. Yeah. But, you know, they have you know, the ter- chicken bowls and things like that. But yep. see, I gave up chicken too. I did too. Because I just and I have to say, I the, good chicken probably is not bad for you. Yeah. But uh, that's why I gave it up is because I can't. I, I can't find. I, it. I can't guarantee it's good chicken. And yes, those videos made it made an impression on me. Me too. All those terrible Tyson, you know, because I don't trust anybody. I don't trust anybody. They're, they're, I know. They're going to take shortcuts every single time. No moderation. Nope. I'm telling you, you can't do it. They're full of antibiotics. Yeah. yeah. So, but I do miss T-Mad. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now there's one right down the road from the studio here. And um, eggplant parm. Is Never my, liked that. That is my favorite meal of all time. Really? I, you know, I don't think I've had a good one. Yeah. Um, and you can't really find eggplant parmesan. I can't think of a restaurant that has that as a key item on their menu. The only place and the place that was the best was, um, what's the place we used to recommend right across from Bally's? It's been there for decades. Across from Bally's. Now, Bally's. Across like from Bally's. Caesars? Yeah. So like um, behind. Oh, Buca de Beppo. Nope. No? It's on the strip. It's behind the Cromwell. Oh yeah, uh, uh, the hole in the wall. Yes. Yeah, it's called great eggplant parm. Yeah, I love the hole in the wall. It's a great place to go for it people. Is. I believe it's still there. They will give you now. Come on, people. It's it's box wine, but yeah. they you can. It's all you can drink when you sit down at hole in the wall. They will give you a red and a white, like liter of each. <laughs> right. And they won't charge you. I think it's pretty much juice with maybe like two percent alcohol. But sure, whatever. Yeah. But um, hole, hole in the wall. wall. Yeah, Batista's. Of, uh, uh, if you're here in Las Vegas, hole in the wall, right behind the Cromwell, on a road called Audrey. That's right. Yeah, that is right. Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, well, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 Julia makes me remember more. John makes me laugh. Julia makes me remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, 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 John's not with us today. I think he's uh, he's out enjoying some rock concert. I'm sure. Melting. Yeah, melting. Uh, but. Uh, 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 keep with us through September. We're going to have some interesting um, uh, topics. And a little vacationing time in September. We're we're, we're going to go. We're going to uh, uh, record some uh, uh, some ahead, so we can keep with you guys. Thank you so much for all your patronage. We're doing fantastic. If you would like a shirt or something, uh, maybe a mouse pad, get a hold of me. I'm sure I could uh, make that arrangement. It's the LV at gmail.com. Uh, uh, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook. You can see I, I post as many as we can. All the T-shirt sightings. The most recent one, of course, is Julia. Uh, and you do look fantastic. Thank you. Um, uh, but if any of that interests you, uh, connect to us there, or you can just go right to iTunes uh, and uh, download us and subscribe. And uh, if you have a chance, give us a review on iTunes. We do appreciate that. Uh, had a new, the newest one. I gotta say, uh, uh, recently, it um, was uh, all I all I have is their handle. So, uh, but it was Jewish Dave mm-hmm. gave us a fantastic review, five stars. So, uh, Dave, if you're out there, we appreciate it. We're glad you connected to us. Uh, But uh, for Julia, this is Jamie, and we will see you next week. Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Podbay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Podbay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook. 
Twitter, and WordPress. The pod bay door is closed and talent is out. Hey everybody, thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.